when you do finally do bottom again and the guy like it's like oh you're so tight i mean that's what you want to hear at 40 you know they lie tops lie top <laughs> as a top wait top, no 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 <laughs> that is not yours that is not your soapbox to get on that is not we lie. <laughs> well, We're i will not hear it oh you got a nice i tight, will not tight pussy. hear Nice As tight pussy power bottom. <laughs> oh, surprisingly tight pussy power bottom. <laughs> Is this because you hear this a lot? <laughs> and you know they're lying. Oh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, bitch, you lying. <laughs> oh, you're so tight. Bitch, you lying. Get up out of me, you lying. I finished. Don't leave until you finish. Jesus. Not get up out of me. Get up out oh. of me. Oh, you born in a barn? Close the door when you leave. Darling, I want my gay rights Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Gay Power Half Hour, your weekly stimulus check of gay stuff. I'm your host, Tony Soto, and my co-host is the fabulous and thoroughly stimulated Casey. What is your name? Lie. See, Lie. Casey Lie. Yes, welcome. We're back. We were we're back. not here last week. Sorry, we were not here last week. It's a sin that we don't do it every week of the year because sometimes i travel places and forget something or sometimes Tony doesn't want to do it and you know it doesn't really matter it doesn't matter why not not every week you're right not every week but we do our best and if you paid us a lot more money everyone out there we would (laughs) yeah i mean listen i'll tell you i'll tell you what doesn't happen after i turn off the gay power half hour my venmos don't show up for notifications so uh yeah you know um wait so so hi Hi, how are Hi. you doing, Tony? Oh, it's been so long. I miss you so much. It how has been. Um, I'm I'm good. I'm good. I'm feeling well. I mean, like we got a little bit of rain today. Yeah. So I like it was that. cloudy most of the day. I got to watch people get rained out of their meals, which uh, I thought was enjoyable. Uh don't um, rain on my parade, but please do rain on those people's brunch across the street from me. Yeah. My name's Tony Soto, and I hate you. But, you know, I saw you yesterday for like a brief second and you were like, uh, I didn't really see like, but I mean, honestly, there's just, and it's, I'm at another position in life uh, during this Corona coaster where there's just nothing new to report Uh, because I'm not doing anything still, you know, like. I guess that's fair. You were out of town. Yeah, like I had had like a really nice week. So I was like coming in feeling like good. And then you were like, eh. And I was like, all right, don't try to connect once you've been in a hot spring for a whole day. Yeah, I had a really nice day uh, or a week uh, just getting out of town, going to San Francisco to meet my new niece. There's a new lie in the world. Watch out, everybody. Another Scorpio. The world is getting full of lies. Yeah. Lies are making a comeback. Although I will say none are boys anymore. So I think the name dies with uh, us. Not the yeah. whole- oh. oh yeah, the lineage is like the male lineage is going. And I think Everyone maybe I that's know a is blessing. Having, 
I don't think so. I don't think so. You think you want to hide the lies? It is an unfortunately hard name to say. I feel like if we had switched it to lay or just went with it, however people said it, you know, if my last name was like, whatever, choose your own adventure, then yeah. I feel like maybe we'd have more boys. God would be kinder to us. But because we confuse too many people, God is punishing us with um, an end of the line. Well, I think about this, like with my family, like if it wasn't, uh, cause you know, uh, when, when I procreated, uh, they had a girl, mm-hmm. um, and I don't really think my, like my brother, well, you have is, that is... sissy semen. So it's not shocking to me that you created it. <laughs> <laughs> sissy semen sounds hot. Actually, sissy semen. Uh, <laughs> you know, like, you know, fucking this really like hot femboy and you get the mm-hmm. sissy semen. Yeah. I'm into that. I don't um, really know if you like, had to so, describe it. We all got what sissy seems. No, I wanted to put it in. I wanted to put it in words. I live alone. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> but like, uh, and I, I don't know that my brother is trying to procreate. Um, and, uh, but I fortunately have other male Soto cousins. So, uh, so unless they completely drop the ball, I feel like the Soto name will will. Survive. Yeah. It just won't be um, my father's uh, lineage. And yeah, same <laughs> like with like, his, but it won't be like my grandfather, which is like, fine. He's a dick. You know what I mean? Like, let's yeah. not make any more males of his lineage. He's a dick. And, you know, now that I was say- saying I do have two, I have several cousins and I have two cousins who are young and like they're too young. Uh, ostensibly as far as I know straight male cousins and but they're so not they, lies no right? they are lies I have they are oh. so I, I was kind of I was kind of forgetting about them for a second but we do have um there's 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 chances for it to pass down but also you know who gives a fuck yeah well let's hope <laughs> they don't drink a lot of cow milk because that shit makes you infertile you know what I mean like there's a lot of yeah. shit but, even, but they could they could us- be fertile and have and have and have women and have girls and then you know the future is female which is god bless love a future female yeah girl dad uh, hashtag come on now Every, literally it's everyone a big that thing. i know is having kids is having girls and i think that's probably a good development ultimately um well listen speaking of good developments uh the equality act passed in the house um yes. which is a and, historic event that i still don't think will pass in the which, senate which just goes to show you how slow the wheels of government and lawmaking actually fucking take let's well, face it they've been they've been trying to like i mean for the, the 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 they've been trying to uh expand it to you know include trans folks and everyone and uh under that umbrella with jobs and shit like that which which is amazing and yeah it it took it passed in the house but the likelihood of it passing in the senate is still kind of like uh and that's shitty to say when you live in a uh, a country that's run by democrats at this point so yeah i mean it, this kind of stuff it's hard i mean the equal rights amendment you know passed in 1979 or whatever 73 and it's still not ratified so you know and that passed both, <laughs> yeah. both houses so of 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 uh, wait, how many the, more states does that need? I mean, I, I don't know. I you know, <laughs> it's I'm not thirty-three, a, I'm not right? An expert on the thirty-year-old uh, ratification process of the Equal Rights Amendment, and I'm also not fully an uh, an expert on the Equality Act, except that I do know it is you know it offers you know uh, much needed protection to across the nation to queer people who um you know continue to just 
battle on, um, you know, and, and uh, also what? expand. And I will say, you know, that's interesting. Like there was a, there was a, a, a poll, uh, you know, I don't know if it was a census or a poll, but like, you know, the amount of uh, Americans who are um, representing themselves as LGBTQ is expanding. Yeah, it's um, bigger than one in 10 now. Remember when it was one in 10 in our days? But I never believe that anyway. The closet is very big. You know what I mean? I There's think it's much way. bigger than that. Oh, oh, for Queerness, fucking you sure. Think? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, listen, yeah, yeah. everyone is uh, a, a a good Molly roll away from a blowjob. You know what I mean? Like, let's just face. Oh that. yeah. I mean, um, when it comes down to it, like sexuality is very mutable and very uh, swishable, if you will. Yeah. Um, swishy, like your hips, like your big fat hips. Swishy, swishy and sissy, like your semen. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but but here's but here's what I wanted to uh, talk about when it came to the Equality Act because of course uh, Marjorie Green the uh, the troll of Congress the crap troll did you know that she fucking started with CrossFit doesn't she just seem like that kind of nasty trash bag um, not anyway I digress uh, I mean, they're just so Rogers, culty they're just was... they're just so culty there you know what I mean like the CrossFit folks are just so culty I mean not all of you obviously I speak in generalizations but what I'm saying is yeah. like. Uh, because of this, we found out that uh, the congresswoman across the hall from Marjorie has a trans child. Um, and so when the Equality Act passed, she put up a trans flag. And then uh, the next day or whatever, Marjorie put up sign being like, there's only two genders. But my question is, like, when will the talking points change for the conservatives? Because they're starting up against that safety in bathrooms for girls. Like, like there's just a... a, a a huge influx of men in moo's and shitty shake and go wigs that are going into girls' bathrooms just to look at fucking girls. And um, and that's not happening. So what they're doing is they're, uh, they're being really bigoted towards the trans community. Um, well, when it comes to like, you know, maybe, maybe the folks that can't pass as well. In, 100 well as always and, they're and it's, they're, it's just repulsive as fuck man they're they're demonizing and like always they're demonizing and pathologizing um queer people and queerness into some sort of monster um criminal behavior and that is what goes so as you're saying is trans trans women are are somehow inherently rapist or what they're saying in a in a less obvious um way is that well, what this does is it allows a rapist to pass as a trans woman to come into our bathrooms. And it's like, show me some statistics. On can I get, can I get, an, yeah, can I get a headline? Can I get a yeah, headline, can, can we see some statistics and facts? Because I'm pretty sure you're getting raped by your uncle, someone you know, um, your or fucking a neighbor, or a neighbor, uh, your teacher, you know. your priest. It's not someone who is just trying to take a shit after a hard day's work, okay? Also, sometimes... It's hard, I would imagine, and I don't mean to make light of this, but you know, you know what? I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna make a joke about it because it's not funny. It is, it's like, it's, it's, it, 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 it this kind of weaves into a lot of things that I want to talk about this week. Um, but just the like, the inability of our homophobic society to treat queer people with the uh, human respect and rights that we deserve because we are people is something that is a part of our history. And this is another um, showing of it right now is that well, how how long does it take you to come back from being a mental illness? Like, that's the question. You know what I mean? Let's not let's not forget that for decades. Uh, homosexuality was considered uh, mental illness. We were considered defunct. We were considered not right. We were considered 
um, uh, out of the norm. And well, it was in the books. They wrote it in the books. You know, we were the, all those things. All the doctors yeah. in the books said we were. Those and things. let's not forget, it was uh, uh, interpreted years ago to include it in the book, the Bible, the Bible. Well, you know, that's you know uh, part to, of the start of the battle. So, so, so you know. And, and then, you know, the LGBTQIA, I mean, the letters just kept growing. So the umbrella kept getting bigger. And it seems like when one letter gets an advantage, you know, is it at the mercy of the other letters? Or are we going to be like, hey, come on, other letters? You know, I always well, talk about yeah. the Chappelle letter joke, but I have to say, there's truth to that joke. Yeah, and I think, um, you know, I think um, one major issue is the dominance um, in the queer community, the, the dominant presence of the of the gay white male, the gay white cis male, who is inherently, uh, you know, the cis white male is, is, is anti change and anti giving up the power that it has and the queer cis white male is um, oftentimes um, has that kind of like that that penis, that penis, penis envy. I don't know if it's had a penis envy, envy. It's where you're upset that you aren't like the power dynamic. You aren't, you aren't the top of the heap anymore because you became gay. Um, right. You still are kind of the, um, the power of the log your, of your, your lesser of your lesser defined group in society. So you treat the others like shit, you know, or, yeah. or you're, or you're just trying to regain the, you know, you're trying to normalize. So you regain the power that you lost and, um, you know, that's a big part of the queer community. And also homophobia lives in our community. The thing, there's a lot about self-loathing and there's a lot about, uh, you know, and honestly, you know, to just transition a little bit, because I feel like we're going to talk about this for a little bit more, but talking about like self-loathing, you know, um, you had told me after what, two weeks ago or whatever, after the last podcast we did, you were like, are you watching it's a sin on hbo max and i was like no i'm not watching that i didn't know what it was and then i started watching it and um you know uh that that's a powerful show if you don't know what it is it's about the uh beginning of the aids epidemic in the 80s um, in london into the into the early nights in london yeah okay um, which is a different uh, angle you know it started it crept over there later so oh, yeah keep going, but keep going keep going well no no you're absolutely right so like uh and and, and basically you see from young high school into 20 something gay men who are like starting off their fucking lives and this plague enters their community and uh wreaks havoc and i found myself like in the first episode i was like halfway through and i'm just like bawling you know mm -hmm. like fucking like deep shoulder bawling and i mean it, it is because it's a well-acted powerful good written show funny heartwarming sad all yeah. of it but also i was just like i had like a moment where i was like oh my god i'm totally finally grieving that i have hiv and um, i think what it was was to see this portrayal and to realize how unbelievably lucky I am you know to have because when I got my diagnosis I hit the ground running you know like I just kept I just talked about it I made it pop public knowledge because I wanted to get the word out there to help other people I never once 
really, after watching the show, thought, I realized I didn't really sit down and have the moment with myself to be like, you know, but there's the medicine's just so good. And like, you know, the response in the healthcare system uh, when you're diagnosed is so quick that it took seeing it in that realistic moment in that show for me to be like, bitch, it could have been so much worse, you know? Oh, that's, I mean, that's interesting. Are you, uh, and I'm, I, I kind of, do you mind if I like probe this a little bit on you? Mm-hmm. Like, do you, when you say you feel like um, you hadn't grieved it, you're talking about grieving what? Grieving, getting it, grieving the, the, the loss yeah, of something? Yeah, I mean, uh, no, like, not the loss of something because, well, no, I think like the, the, the initial, uh, the getting it. Yeah, because I mean, let's face it, it hit me pretty hard for the mere fact that it's like, you know, I didn't get it until my 30s. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it was that moment when I was like, real, you know, you know what I fucking, it, it takes me to that. I think what it was, was like when one of the characters got a negative test and was like, are you fucking kidding me? You know, like I've literally fucked everybody. You know what yeah. I mean? And like that was me as a youth yeah <laughs> you know well into my like 20s and so for it to like have happened in my 30s it was just I, I i don't know i think it was like the getting it because i because the moment i heard that i got it i went into okay well i have to talk about this on the show i have to do this like i went into work mode with it i think you know, and which is it, which is, I mean, which is impressive in its own way. And it's also telling of, you know, the turn of society that you can, you know, that you can instantly kind of go into that mode. It also tells you the type of person that you are, you know, like that's how you process things too. Um, and I think that that's good, but I also think, you know, it is, it is, it, it is a big, heavy event in a gay person's life. And it is, it is so, you know, the AIDS crisis and HIV and what it means to gay people, you know, is something completely different than what it means to straight people and to gay men too, you know, and it means, and it means something, it doesn't mean it's not powerful, it doesn't mean something powerful to everyone else, but like, um, um, it's like, you know, it is a part of our history and culture and growing up as a gay person in our era, we, I, at least I did, equated being gay with getting HIV and dying. That was a big part of the shame of, of and fear. And just like, you know, initially the sadness of realizing I was gay, I was like, does that mean I'm going to get HIV and AIDS and die? Like I had that in, in I think mind. That was, I think that was an underlining thing for me when I was young, because I knew I was gay very young. And like, uh, you would see it in the news or whatever, you know what Your I mean? And, you, and, and like yeah, you know, knew, yeah. <laughs> and you would you knew that it was like out there. But honestly, like when I like became pubescent, I don't know that I really thought about it much. Like I could, well, cause the thing is, is I grew up in a small town. So like yeah. whatever sex I was getting, I was like, well, oh, this is, but then, you know, she started venturing off to like Chicago and stuff. And that's where it opened up even more. But I mean, that just looked like a feast me i mean it wasn't yeah you're right i mean i mean it was a feast oh so a couple of things well i I love how personal we're getting but two like it's a sin is an amazing show that you should watch um and you know it's on hbo max um uh which uh, you know makes it limited to for some people but it, it is a 
it's um, it doesn't go far enough a lot of ways and there are issues with it, but what it does. Yeah. Cause do, you said you had issues. I'd, I'd love to know what you, what you, I will, but I want to say first, like what it does do is that it, it, um, it gives a, a very like humanized take on the whole thing. And most of the HIV narratives that are out there are not this fun. And the fun, what I loved about this was it, it, the, it doesn't. And by fun, you mean the humor of it, the like. Well, the right, humor, but all, yeah, no, I'm not like, da, 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 I'm dead. Uh, <laughs> it's like, you know, there, there is, they, they do a good job of showing you how much fun that they were having pre-AIDS. They were, they did a good job of showing you how freeing it was and how human and, and how just like, you know, um, how holistic you become when you integrate homosexuality into your life. And a big part of that is having sex. I read a great quote by someone that said, we always need to remember that sex isn't the virus. HIV is the virus. And I think we have continued to pathologize sex as a result of equating it with getting deadly disease. Um, and so all of those things. And I think that that was really great. Um, and I think that one thing that made me, you know, realize a lot was, you know, it would think about a lot was, um, my before times and all that I've been HIV positive for a long time. And I feel, um, like I was just really getting going as a queer person right before I became HIV positive. And, you know, San Francisco said this a lot. They needed a big sign on San Francisco that said, we know you think, you know, queer boy who moves here that uh, you to how to protect yourself, but HIV is real and it's real here and it's still a thing. And, you know, and this is 10 years ago and it's still a thing. Now um, it's a different thing altogether, but I feel like we as a gay community hate our history because it's so problematic. And as a result of that, we do things like, you know, go in. Well, to, go it's, in a, mass. it's a, it's a, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was yeah. going to say we go in mass, you know, to um, Puerto Vallarta during a giant pandemic rather than put, you know, that thing, thinking about things and then shit on each other gleefully. You know, I just feel, I just, I like one thing that I, one thing that um, I, and I do want to talk about this further. And, uh, but the, you know, the, a lot of people say the gay male community really became a community because of AIDS. And um, you can see it splintering off again, post AIDS, you know, not that we're fully post AIDS, but we are um, post the AIDS action community. I mean, you know, here's the thing. Well, here's why, I mean, let's, let's, let's just not mince words. The AIDS epidemic was a bummer, <laughs> is a bummer. You know what I mean? Um, because, and because the thing is, is our governments let us die for a very long time. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. like it was a, it was an out in the open dirty secret that queer people were dying by the droves. Yeah. And not just, and, queer, not just queer people, but. Well, no, yeah. absolutely. But, but, um, but this is a queer show. So that's what I'm fucking talking about. All right. right. Queer fucking people. Got so, um, sorry. So it's, a, so it's a, fuck, so it's a fucking, <laughs> so it's a bummer. You know, and uh, and it's a it's a it's a bummer because nobody cared for the longest fucking time, and that's just. But it doesn't go away. It doesn't make it not a thing, and that's what I loved about this show so much because it covers every angle of like. I remember I felt getting triggered. I hate saying this, but I saying this word, but I I got kind of triggered when. You know, one of the characters is going through a list of why it's fake, you know, and why it's not true. And you're just sitting here. It's like the Titanic. You know, it's going to sink, but you're still going, no, turn. No, don't think that way. You know what yeah. I mean? So and, and, and you know, the, and then so that put in perspective all the times that I 
put it out of my mind. Or, you know, when I was younger, you know, or like, um, you know, I had risky sex and I may have waited an extra three months to go get an HIV test, you know, back in the day. And um, I, I don't know, I but, but also I was super fortunate because I had you as a veteran, you know, uh, when I, got, <laughs> I mean, by that point you were seven years in. So I was like, well, this is, nice. she's common law to HIV at this point. They're wet. It so, is double, so, I mean, triple the longest relationship I've ever had. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I, I was fortunate to have, uh, you there as a support system at the time as well. You're and, welcome. And, also, a complete enabler uh, with me deflecting it and putting it into work. Well, so, I don't think that I would like to are. take credit for your help on deflecting <laughs> you, it, but I you think did. that I. But that's no, that's because <laughs> you're a Sagittarius and that's how you deal with things. Um, the real thing is that I have been there uh, uh, to. Um, uh, you know, it, it, it what's because I did not go public early on, and um, you know, I was also um, much younger <laughs> than you when you got it, and always will be. But um, the thing about that is, is that it was, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't, I was just, I was just integrating my gayness in, in a way, and then to to dump this on top of it was a really hard thing for me. So the shame became double down, and I, you know, I feel like I got thrown back into another closet because I wasn't ready to go there. And because I, the shame got the better of me, you know? Um, and I am happy that I did, um, you know, a lot of work, but, I, and there's a part of me that I was like, I wish I fucking did that work faster, you know? Um, but it just, that's not the way that it goes. Um, but yeah, but, but I do think that, you know, the, the odd thing is, well, you know, you go about it. Well, I skipped we went a lot of steps, and that was the that was the that was where t ties in. It's a sin. I I re I didn't realize that I skipped a lot of steps. Well, I but feel I, like I don't think I ever really cried. But I, but again, <laughs> I, I think you know? that like you you you're you're. I feel like you've become more in touch with your emotions since you've known me as well, and I think that that's been healthy oh for you God. because you. Uh. Um, I forced you. To, I forced you to cry. Don't I make me edit things out of shows. <laughs> well, but but what I want, but what I want to say um, was that talking about it publicly also is good. Like I don't think that you. I think that you ultimately have maybe skipped steps, but you've also processed it, processed it pretty well. And I think because you get to a point of comfort with it through talking about it personally then you don't even realize that you're kind of at a, a point i mean when you take out general. the dead part it's you know it's a little more culpable you know <laughs> when the well, dead stuff is alleviated 100%. and that was the thing too it was like you know after watching it to sin you're like i mean i just can't express how grateful i am that that if I have to live with this disease, I, I want to be living with it now. I want to be living with it. <laughs> I want to be living with it. I want to be living with it. You know? Um, and, well, and, 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 and I, and I, and I think, you know, of course, like, like we are, we are very lucky. And I think that, you know, a, a show like it's a sin, I know it does for me, it clearly does for you. It makes you realize that um, a lot of people didn't have it as lucky. The other thing is a lot of people still don't have it as, as good as you and I have it um, around the world. And the, the, that's something to, you know, a lot of people do talk. I said the word like post-AIDS, but we're not post-AIDS. Like there's still a fucking pandemic and epidemic of, you know, proportion, you know, giant proportions out there. 
Um, and what's so interesting, what's, you know, America drives me fucking crazy. This show in Britain is the, it's the biggest show of the year. It's like, they've already seen it. Like, uh, uh, I don't see it, anyone talking about it. No on one's my talking about it only, We're only, we're talking about it. Queer people barely even know about it. It's also hard for a lot of queer people to watch, but I did, this goes back to, I think I just like America in general, America, Gore Vidal calls it the, uh, United States of amnesia. We just don't know our past or care about our past. And the only way to not repeat it is to fucking know it. And the only learn way to learn it. from it is to yeah. fucking, you know, and pay no attention to it and that. shove your fucking face in it. And, and, and I do, you know, the reason why I like this so much, every other AIDS narrative, you know, you can just feel it coming like a shark. You know, you watch it. It's like the Jaws. And it's done to done. So you're not having fun beforehand. You know, this one gives you fun before, during, and after. There's the acting, and 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 it's all and it's all very good. So good. And it's just what you so you know good. you wish America could 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 get on board with it. That being said, I mean, I'll, there are some some issues. And I just to just because you were wondering, I, I like one issue is that like no people of color die in it, and so it's like a whitewashing of like the reality of death in that. And so you then you're, you're kind of making like heroes and the white people the martyrs you know, um, which is, uh, which is like a trope in, 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 in AIDS drama. Um, but, and then there's a lot of people who are, um, upset that, uh, at like the close, like they blame the, the closing narrative, like the guy, Russell T Davis, do you know him, by the way, he created Queer as Folk and like, he's the guy who created it. Mm. His, he kind of ends the show with, with the big thesis statement you know the the jill telling the mother that it's all her fault yeah, don't give it don't give it away but yeah i mean yeah i know what you're talking about but but like that that you know i don't feel like it's too much of a spoiler to say that it's blamed entirely on shame and it also like it just like how do you feel about that like like i think it's absolutely a, true i think that mother got exactly what she fucking deserved well, i think the it's mother got what she, i true. think the mother got what she deferred but I, I, think, I think i think that a lot of it has to do with shame because what else would it look i say it all the time there was i mean maybe not so now i'm a gen xer i don't speak for fucking zers or uh even you millennials but there's an isolation and loneliness to 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 becoming a grown queer person back in the day and uh, we don't have the tools or people teaching us how to operate this lifestyle. So we make do with what we know, which isn't anything. And so it can manifest yeah. badly. You know what I mean? And uh, shame is a huge thing. I mean, I mean, know, that is, it, that is it's not like, it's not, like, it's not like gay people aren't getting it through fucking, you know what I mean? Like, unless they're drug users, like right. what I'm saying is like, in that day and time, your sex was gross to everybody. And then that's how you get a disease as well. Of course it's shame. So I loved, I mean, listen, the end of it was powerful. And I was like, so wait, are we going to get a season two and follow five more? Well, there, it was originally, it was originally planned to be longer with, uh, with, with jumps to the future. Um, he would like, apparently he would like to make it into a, like a, an actual long running series. And so you can follow some of the people into the future. And I think, you know, I think that that's, you know, what I'm not like, <laughs> The people who survive, there's so much survivor's guilt in the community. There's so there's, I know I talked to a couple of people who don't want to watch it because of how triggering it can be for them. And so I think, you know, I mean, you, you getting to walk it, it off, great. walk it off. I don't yeah. like that shit. 
Like, stop it. You're the, like, that's the worst approach to anything. Like, that's no, these are like, people I, who live through, the, I, 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 don't I know. mean, I, under, I, under, I understand, but also it's like, uh, look, I, I, I understand the people who lived through it back when it was fucking scary, but also to like be here and be like, we, we can't forget it. You know what I mean? We just can't forget it. And, and that's, that's, I, I don't know, but I'm very disconnected. So I'm coming from a place of privilege. So I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I mean, I just, I just also think, I think um, that. But you, it's such a huge part of our history that it's like, well, but yeah, but the people who I, the people, I mean, I was talking to two older people in particular who were, who I don't think that they need to watch it because they live through it. Like, and that's like, that's the thing. Like they know the history. They're not trying to avoid the history. They're just not ready to see it in glossy form like that. You know, and I think that that's super interesting. I don't think there's I anything just, glossy about this show. I mean, look, oh, it, it, doesn't have, fucking, it, does, it doesn't have they, that Ryan Murphy fucking well, uh, because it's a glitch British show, and glamour it to taste. it. Like, yeah, no, like, but it has like, they, you know, they're, they're, that whole scene where Richie is listing the things where he, where that he says why he doesn't believe in it. That's like, that's like, you know, Hollywood gloss. It's it's buzzy. It's cute. It's fun. You know, I mean, it even makes you. What I like about the show, it's so well acted and so. I mean, like, it, was... it even makes you feel for like the conservative Tory who fuck who you know who who uh, uh, does some really fucking problematic things as a result of it. And you are you know he's you you love all these characters. I so mean, look, it's a good we'll thing. I just think that they. I, well, that's the thing. I I I just don't think that I I think that the last thing that queer old people older queer men should have as survivor's guilt it should be survivor's pride and it should be you should be able to ingest it because yeah, you know what you fuck and that and that's look and, and yet there and, and you know what no we're not I'm gonna, no don't yeah butt me on that one because that's that's a good point there just it fucking, is a good point so quit trying to quit coddling people um anyway i don't know <laughs> i'm not gonna let you get away with quit coddling people is the last thing that we say so what we need to say is I'm happy that you're done grieving and back to your salty old bitch. Do it on your own goddamn self over there. So love you. Never change. Except oh my God. except change a little bit. <laughs> uh, Casey, we did it. We talked about it. We just really just shoved a bunch of AIDS down people's throats. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I was thinking that we should like do like a a, a special and it'd be called gay power out the gay power out the gay power half hour gives you aids <laughs> and we just do a history of aids i mean i don't hear anyone else talking about it you know what i mean and i'm talking about like hiv uh and hiv positive community and you know us no one's talking about it so we should talk about it because it's hilarious so funny. <laughs> uh, are you doing anything or do you want people to like check out your social media? Yeah, if I'm in, uh, now that the likes are back on Instagram after one day of being gone, I'm using it again. So you I can, didn't even uh, notice that, by the way. But like, okay. the only reason I noticed is because I live with a thought. And it was KCWLEY on Instagram, KCLEY on Twitter, KC-LEY on Venmo. Give me all your money. I'm dying. So wait, is it not a thing now? Because I like, I think people revolted. They tried to do it before. People revolt. People need those likes. Why are you on Instagram? You're not on Instagram to show the world your stuff. You're on Instagram to show how many people like your stuff. 
like so that's pathetic. what people do yeah it's well we're, speaking we're, of liking stuff if you like the gay power half hour could you please go to our itunes page and subscribe to it maybe leave a comment about it you give it a rating of five stars that's always nice um i also do the tony soto show every week uh the guest this week is tito soto who oh, is a competitor tito. in drag queen of the year pageant contest competition award competition that's I a really think. that name just rolls off the tongue i think that's the name but like uh so that's fun uh i'm the tony soto show on everything so please support me you can give me money too i could use that uh we might or might not be back next week we don't know probably back next week <laughs> bye